It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. WBZ, you're Jay talking live midnight to five. Tonight, we're going to tell you how to get into the movies. A lot of movies get shot in Boston, a lot of cool movies. And you might see local people in them and wonder, how'd that guy get in there? People like Tony V (laughs) and other comedians. Well, in today, we have Angela Perry, who is the casting director and owner and founder of Boston Casting, Inc. for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Tony V, nationally known comedian and pie eater. (laughs) John Graham who is their pal, and kind of an example of a person who's going to do, who has done what you can do, and had some success in getting in some movies and stuff. Thanks all for being in here. All right. Thanks for having us. So, Angela, we'll start with you. I'm, I, uh, you have been doing this for a very long time. How long? Um, I think 35 years. Let's see. Yeah, about 35 years. All right. And how does someone you know, start doing what you do? I can understand starting. I know how you start to be an actor, but how do you get into casting well i when i was young i was really industrious and really smart smart because i'm from boston so when you're from boston you're really smart so i was smart enough to know when i was an actress that i wanted to go where they would dish out the work so i started interning at casting agents and i worked at casting agents all over all over in Italy, New York, Los Angeles, Boston. What did you do for these? These I was the agents? intern. You were. What yeah. Are, what were and then I and then I'd work my way up to get paid, and I was an ass- assistant. And then when I turned thirty years old, I was like, I'm done being an assistant, and I opened my business. So you know how to how to do it, and you yeah. op- you opened your business. You ha- right. you hung out. You know a why? Because when as an actress, I couldn't get any work because I had a really thick Boston accent, right. and I couldn't lose it. <laughs> and you know where I went? Where'd you- I went to uh, Rex Trailer. Oh, I yeah. I went to Rex Trailer and spent a fortune on trying to lose this accent. And you know what he said to me? You know what? Save your money. You don't even know how to say your own name right. Really? Yeah. He said, it's not Angela, it's Angela. So <laughs> I would go home. This is a true story. And I would go home and I would say to my brother, Peter, could you pass me the potatoes? And my brother would go, Ma, Angela's talking funny again. And I'd say, I'm never going to lose this accent living with you people. So I couldn't get any work because in the 80s, all they wanted to hire was Christy Brinkley, blondes, blue eyes, Christy Brinkley. So I was like way too ethnic for them. They didn't know what to do with me. But now you'd get a gig, right? Because- oh, and uh, yeah, I would have been booked on The Sopranos. If I had stayed an actress, I would have. Then then in the ni- late 90s, the Italian thing started yeah. becoming hip. All right. But I love what I do. So I landed where I was supposed to. That's what I feel. So who gets gigs? Who gets You're gigs? You're the boss. Who tends to get gigs? Who doesn't? Why? For, I guess a related question is why do comedians get so many gigs? You see the same comedian bunch in every movie. Timing. Huh? Timing. But I'm bump. But i It's all about timing. Can you explain that? Like, you have to know how to punch a joke. You have to know when it's funny. Oh, I see. You have to know when to be light. 
You have to know when to you get a smile out of someone. It's all about timing, but, how you read it. You could read the line, I'm going to read the paper today. I'm going to read the paper okay, today. Okay, so they today, have timing. Today's the day that I'm going to read the paper. Yeah. Million, you know, million ways to million say ways it. Million ways to say it. And the comics just, I don't get me wrong, there's comics that can't read at all. Some comics have no timing. Like they they do their shtick, and that's that's, and then it just stops there. But there's other. Um, I think that a lot of people that have improv experience do really well in my business because they know how to land on their feet, work on their feet. I mean, right. Where if the director throws it at them and says, "You know what? Do it a different way. Let's give your character a backstory that you just got a divorce and your house and your house." you know, burnt out today, God forbid. And and then let's see you do the lines with that as right. your character backstory. And and sometimes the improv people do really well. Yeah, a lot of or, times, there's Tony V, and uh, a lot of times directors just want to see if you can take direction. Right. And comedians are not good at taking direction. No, they're not. You know, because we're the sun in our own universe. Mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, write our stuff, we deliver our stuff, and nobody right. tells us what we can and can't do. So... You have to be, you have to be able to be flexible. I will tell you that always, always, always the better actor gets the job. Really? So the guy, yes. Unless there's sometimes some nepotism comes into play, but for the most part, the better actor always wins. And those are the guys that are at it. You know, everybody in Boston has a full-time job and they're an actor. But there's people that still take classes at night, that still work it, that just keep doing it. And you, people it takes that, practice. It, it takes practice. You took the words out of my mouth. How about Thank people you. that are not comedians? What kind of advice can you give to them? Say, say somebody's 55 and out of a job and kind of wants to, and definitely wants to be an extra, start out as an extra, or maybe get a part. And it, you can't just walk into it, but what, what would you recommend well for a course for them yeah i mean course of you know, action. A, a plan for them course of action yes well first i would say um to get listed with boston casting i mean we are the biggest casting house in new england we also own rhode island casting inc so we're boston casting inc rhode island casting inc and we have a database of 100,000 people, and you just sign up. You get your picture in there. How and do you do it? Let's go walk go to, through the sign-up before the yeah, break. Yeah, go to bostoncasting.com. Bostoncasting, Boston, oh. Boston right? Talent application. Yep. And, and you fill out, I'll give everybody yeah, your Yeah, it's, like, it's like a dating app. It's yeah. like, do you play baseball? Do you play the saxophone? Yeah. Do you? Right. What are your special skills? What because the director might skills? say, yeah. Yeah. I need a uh, oboe player. Right. Yeah. And I put in oboe player, mm-hmm. and six guys come up, and we call them. First, we email them. If they don't respond, then we call them, and we get them in. And the director goes, oh, my God, where did you find? So, remember, there's six in the database, and three will show up. Right. Where did you find three oboe players? Right. I'm like, the power of my database. The and um, picture. Yeah. Talk about the picture, because things have changed when it comes to a picture. Well, you know. From the old days. So, it's an it's a online database, so... It's a thumbnail, so it's really teeny tiny. So if you do a full-length picture, <laughs> your head is smaller than a pin head, so I can't even see it. So just so a, it has to be a headshot. Just from your... Yeah, and I like teeth. I'm a teeth person. Tell them why. Because one time, 
I said, I like to bring in five new people, five to seven new people per audition. So we're always rotating the old, um, the new people in the database. So I bring in this guy and he's got the, the teeth, the smile, the closed smile. And I thought, oh, let's give him a shot. Well, sure enough, my client was there. He was all snaggletooth. He was like, hello, Angela. I'm like, oh, my God. Didn't somebody have no teeth once? I mean, No, sometimes we like no teeth. teeth. Okay, so I thought that you needed to smile because they wanted to see that you actually had teeth. Right, right. Yeah, true. But there are. You should smile even if you have no teeth because there are parts for no teeth people. Right, exactly. And I'll say, Kevin, can you take your bridge out today? (laughs) (laughs) Tony V, comedian, you know, Tony V, and John Graham, who is a guy who seems to know everyone. He brings us numerous good guests. And he's a person who's kind of gone through the Angela Perry casting system, and he's had some <laughs> success, and he can give us some feedback, too. I guess, John, why don't you I am a member. ease up into that microphone there and talk about your experience. How did you connect with Angela Perry, and how did you ease into the system? I, um, was, I was referred to Angela, and she is the biggest game in town for sure. She runs a great ship over there. Um, I got involved a long time ago. Got got on, was online for you know a few minutes, signed up. Uh, they send me alerts all the time. They send you alerts by uh, email. Email that says Boston yep. casting ne- comes to your phone. Comes background to background actors for yep. movie, and you got to show up. And then all you do is you just click on the database link, and you go right in, and you say you see the date and Boston area, and you go confirm. And they'll get back to you. Once you say I'm available, it's really important that you actually are available. That's a big yes. key thing, right? Right, yes. Angela? Yeah, totally key. Yeah. There's nothing worse. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why did right. you say you were available <laughs> right. if you're not going to be there? Like, so, yeah. There's a language in uh, in the business where uh, they say, uh, we would like to offer you. Mm-hmm. Or are you available? Checking your avail. Checking your avail. But it means you're available. You got to yeah. be available because they're not going to change anything. Right. right. And sometimes people will be juggling. Maybe I got this gig, two potential things. They applied for both. Yep. Even if you've applied for one, you can't apply for both because you're not going to be available for both. Right. right? Or, or right. something like that. Right. I mean, an actor needs to work, though, so I totally get it. But as soon as you know you're booked on the other job, then you should go back into my database and take yourself out of the availability check. As soon as you agree to do one. Right. So being available, once you confirm, that means you really need to be available. Right. Because if you're not, you're going to get a black mark, Mm -hmm. and they're not going to want to call you because you're not Mm -hmm. dependable. Right. All right. Yeah. And so, John. Yes. Tell me about... uh, Couple of the movies you've been in, and and I'm just recently love weddings and other disasters. It was a gas. It was like three days uh, in a tuxedo dancing to celebrate good times. Were you a background actor or I, extra? I was a I was a preferred background, so it was what's really that? nice. Uh, like Spe- you know, I was special, a, special. Yeah. What what what's the deal? Like, my, like I I was dancing right next to Diane Keaton and Jeremy Irons. Right. Like, so my face is going to be featured up there. So is that a union thing? Yeah, no. Does that yes. become a union yeah. difference? Okay. So it was great. You know, it was great. They take very good care of you on set. And like I said, you know, all I got to do is be punctual, you know, be on set on time when the call time's there, be there. couple other things. Because you really have to. Like your availability, you got to be on time. You got to be dependable. You got to be dependable. Another thing. Other than that, it's a guess. Mm -hmm. Another thing is be quiet on the set. Because what happens is they'll say, be quiet on the set, everybody's quiet. And then pretty soon... Like extras will start standing beside each other, will start to talk to each other, and the the 
the rumble will go, get louder and louder and louder and louder. Before you know it, they're saying, quiet, please, mm -hmm. over and over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because everybody thinks you're not talking to them. Right. When you say quiet, they think it's somebody else, but it's everybody. Right. Some just can't be quiet. Yeah, no. They Angela, just can't do it. What's the rule on cell phones on the set? No, no cell phones. $50 fine if you fell, People, if, if, yeah. your, if your phone goes off on a lot of sets. Really? Yeah. A lot of, sometimes it's a hundred. And then you know you just can't trust people because they get so excited when they see the celebs and there's the, the fear of them taking a photo right. and putting it on social well, media. Well, they would. They so, totally would. Yeah. It's not just so a you fear. You just can't. You, you can't have trust your people. Phone on set. You can leave it in holding, but you can't have it on set. Now, yes. What is the rule about approaching the stars? No, keep your head down. Don't talk to anybody. The right. rule is don't speak to them unless they have spoken to you first. Right, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And even a bigger rule is do not bring them your screenplay, oh, God. your idea, <laughs> or anything like that. I was that. thinking, you know what you ought to do? <laughs> right. I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I got this great Good movie for, for you. you. Right. I just I wrote this thing. I had a guy, I won't say his name. Yeah. And he did that. He begged and begged and begged me to put him in a movie. Yeah. So I was like, all right, sign up. All right, we'll put you in this movie. Put him in the movie. He marched right up to the main star and gave him the yeah, screenplay. I was like, you're kidding. Yeah, that's and you're supposed to, never works, what about by the way. Just nodding acknowledgement. Are you supposed to be completely not there? Like avoid uh, eye contact? I think if you make eye contact with them, I think you can nod and acknowledge them. I think that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes you get a very friendly star like a Jeff Bridges who will talk, talk to you. To talk everybody. to you. Yeah. And I heard Diane Keaton was yeah, very nice Yeah, she walked around and holding. Yeah. She came down and saw the people you know, holding. You know, we do a thing. They're called the Extras Do's and Don'ts. And I think it's on our website at bostoncasting.com. Oh, yeah. And it's, and it's great. It's good information that we've collected over 30 years on how to conduct yourself. It's kind of like set etiquette. Right. Because you want to be invited back. It's good money. Take it seriously, people. Right. And now, the reason we're doing this, folks is not just for fun for me and uh, and we but you out there you you really can do this and you, and you, you really don't have can to be in the it. union either you, you know, don't there's have non-union work right we're gonna that's a good time to go right to that angela tell me about working as a non-union and getting into the union you have to if you work a certain amount of time get into the union and the difference differences in your experience if you're in the union or not yeah well <laughs> when the difference is everybody starts out non-union and you make a hundred bucks for the day, and you get a, a plate. You usually get a cold macaroni, or you get a sandwich. <laughs> sandwich, yeah. And you have to go to the bathroom in the porta potty. Yeah. And then the SAG people, the union people, they get a hot lunch. They get a piece of salmon. <laughs> then they get the really fancy porta potties. Y yeah. They make a hundred and ninety six for the day. And. You get 175. If you don't get your lunch by a certain time, you get extra money. Right, stuff, right. Stuff you like get that. a meal penalty. Meal penalties, yeah. All these great things. And how? So, I mean, it's 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 good to strive to become union. That's and the if, goal. If you get a line and you're a union actor, they give Nine, you a oh, one thousand. It's one thousand five. Yeah, one oh five now. I think mm -hmm. a day. Mm -hmm. They give you a trailer that they could raise veal in. Mm -hmm. You know, you, right. can, you get a trailer for one line. Oh, sure. Oh right. yeah, it's it's like uh, you know a quarter of a like a Winnebago. Yeah, you could touch the walls for one line. Right. For, yeah, if you got a speaking right. role, it's all the same. And yeah. mm -hmm. you only get that amount of money for the day that in which you speak. Correct? You don't. 
If you no, are silent no. the next day, you get the you thousand get, bucks even on no, days no, you don't speak. No, no, they hire you as a as a, as an actor with a line. If they a principal actor, you get paid for the the yeah. run. Give Once, me an example of how many days you worked as a speaking actor. Uh, all right, here's uh, here's a Tony deal. V. I did in 1991. I did um, uh, the one with Steve Martin and Goldie Hawn, uh, mm-hmm. House Sitter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I had maybe two lines in that. I was a bus driver, mm-hmm. and uh, I worked for eight days on it. So they had to pay me wow. for all eight days. 8K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Even though you spoke. And then you get residuals after that. I was a bus driver, and I think I say Dobbs Mill, watch a step getting off, yeah. if I okay. remember. And so that's not a huge movie, but uh, you got residuals. Yeah. Can you share Kind of how much you made in residuals? It, yeah, I mean, it, for a while, it's uh, pretty close to what you make, and then it goes down. Uh, like every year, every yeah, month? Or- every 13 weeks or so, mm-hmm. but every year it gets... I'm still getting checks from Seinfeld. I did oh an episode I did an episode of Seinfeld 20 years That's ago. That's cha-ching for you. 20 years ago, and every 13 weeks, I get about 180 bucks. Oh, my. I appreciate your frankness weeks. on the amounts. I like that. Thank oh, you. I have checks for a penny. Yeah. I have uh, checks for 30 cents. I'll get I'll get the checks from overseas runs. They come on they they come in a pink paper and there'll be like 15 countries, Sweden and Lithuania and France. Are you kidding? Oh no, and then it'll be $2.36. <laughs> so folks, this could be you. It really it, could. You when, can when, be rolling in change. <laughs> when you go to uh you know, when you become an extra, you'll see all kinds of folks there just like you. And there's only 2 minutes to the break. Let me let us just talk about one of the fun things is the people you meet. You know, a lot of us are very isolated these days. But when you go and work as an extra, even the even the audition process, you meet all kinds of people, and uh, then you start to see same people over and over. And maybe on set you'd be paired with uh, some retired businessman, a fish salesman, or something. And you have to talk to the guy. You have to make conversation for. Quite a while. Mm-hmm. So you really get to know and experience people from other economic backgrounds, other other jobs, other political backgrounds. It's a really good way to get out of the shell that we're all in. It's very social. It's you know yeah. uh, behind the scenes, it's all very social because you're in a you know you're all in it together. And you don't have your phone. And you don't it's, have your phone. It's like the seventies. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the seventies. People you're, actually bring the newspaper. You're, you're forced you bring, to chat. Yeah, yes. you're forced to chat. Yeah. And there's the bonus that if they don't cut you out, you can see yourself in the movies. I know. John, have you seen yourself in the movies? I have. I've seen myself in quite a few shows. Which ones? I've seen myself in Castle Rock. I was on Sneaky Pete. I was on uh, Person of Interest. Um, I'm sure I'm going to be in Love Weddings and and, uh, Mm -hmm. Disaster. Because you were so inextricably uh, in there. You know, somehow they cut me. I think they cut me out of RIPD. That's one of the few things I've ever been in. Yeah. I've watched it. I got through the thing, and I did not. I did not see myself. But it might have been just a glimpse. City on a Hill. I got a yeah. good shot in City on a Hill. You had Kevin Bacon. I love that show. Tell too. me, love it. you got uh, ten seconds so, to tell me about your Kevin Bacon point. So Kevin Bacon actually points like that, like he did in Mystic River, like he does. He, like he's right got at a, you. He's got a signature point, like a gun. Yeah. And he boof, and it was like, wow, that was a Kevin Bacon point. All right, that could be you, folks. You yeah. should just go to BostonCasting.com, right? Yes. Just to feel it out. Right. Let's take a break. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are with Angela Perry, Tony V, and John Graham, Tony's comedian. John Graham, friend of the show and a person that works with Angela Perry a lot. And Angela Perry is uh, the boss, owner, founder of Boston Casting the behemoth of yeah. of casting companies here in Boston, talking about you getting into movies, that you meaning everyone that's listening to me now, including Bob in the North End. Bob, Hi. what's up? Hello, everybody. Hey, Tony. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, I just want to say, I don't know if Boston Casting did it, but I was an extra in um, on Broadway. It was with uh, Joy McIntyre, Michael Malley. Oh my God! Uh, I forget the young girls, but I don't. Were you in that Tony V? I can't recall if you were in that or not. But yeah, yeah, there yeah. were quite a, quite a few Boston people. Were yeah, you in that? And I did yeah. that. I, I, I was an extra, and I just uh, was just out on Waltham. But uh, I'm still at my my bucket list. I hope to get a a, a speaking a role speaking at one role? point or another. Stay, yeah, stay at it. I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to tell a funny story. First, I was hoping that uh, the best umbrella twirler in the business Thank talked you about very how much. he got the Seinfeld part. Thank you. I wanted to find out how you got the part, but. Funny story, this summer, during the, one of the Italian feasts, uh, Tony V and uh, one of his buddies, Johnny Peasy, a good friend of my family, is walking down my street. <laughs> so just, this, is, this reminds me of like the old Prince Spaghetti commercial when the, Anthony's mother's yelling out the window. I, I'm opening my window, and I see them walking down the street. I yell out, hey, Tony! I don't know if you remember Tony. <laughs> I do oh, recall this. Who the, who, who the hell is this weirdo? Johnny, P, Johnny Peasy's got a whisper to him. That's so such and such. He's telling him who I am. Right. Yeah, he's telling him, yeah. I it's kind of a funny story. It reminded me of the uh, Anthony Anthony Martinetti commercial. You know, Anthony. Yeah, there was just but, a story uh, yeah. about him. That's that commercial is fifty years old. Oh my god! Yeah, fifty yeah. years old. A lot of people always ask about you know where that location was. I always yeah. got to point people to the rest of the place where they filmed that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. A lot of people are curious about that, but it gets a, a lot of people ask about that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I just I just wondering how you came about the Seinfeld role, and I really love uh, you, Tony. You, you know, also, I, I just wanted. I want to tell everybody you also did a benefit for one of my cousin my cousin that was killed in Iraq, and uh, I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you actually donated the money you made. And uh, you're, you're a great guy, Tony, well, and I appreciate that. Yeah. My family will never forget that. And yeah. it was Johnny Peasy. Johnny Peasy is uh, the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please don't tell anybody that because I got a reputation. Don't tell well, them I'm a nice you know, guy. You, you have a great reputation, especially, especially <laughs> in the North End. That's why I invite you down to, to do the meatball contest. <laughs> the meatball contest Angela that too. I did with Angela and Johnny Peasy is some of the most fun we oh, have. Yeah. That's a live yeah. performance where you're thinking on your feet. And uh, yeah. it's just so much fun. We have people yeah, from, we have talk, people who who've never tasted meatballs. We've had people. From, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, from other countries, yeah, and they ne- they didn't even know what a meatball was. And you, you yeah. go, would you live under a rock? What cave did you crawl out of? But it's it was so yeah. much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Like I said, if you could just talk about how you got the the, uh, yeah. the umbrella twirling yeah. pot, that would be interested in that. I remember that exactly because I was out in L.A. and I was working on a thing. I was writing on a thing for HBO with a buddy of mine. And uh, I got this audition for, uh, it was one of the law shows at the time, maybe Boston Legal mm-hmm. at the time. And I, uh, I had done a show at the Laugh Factory, a stand-up show. And the guy that, that was the casting agent for, it was completely by mistake, by the way. So I was reading for Boston Legal, uh, and that one did not go so well. And I was sitting, uh, waiting uh, to get to go in, and the casting director from Seinfeld happened to walk by me uh, while I was sitting on my on the floor, 
learning my lines. And he looked at me, he goes, hey, did I see you at the, uh, at the Laugh Factory the other night? And I go, yeah, Tony V, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah. He goes, hey, when you're done here, just walk around the corner. We're having a, uh, an audition that I think you might be right for. And I walk around the corner, and there's, you know, the funny thing, when you audition for a specific thing, there's nine guys there that look like you. You know what I mean? There's an older me, a fatter me, a thinner me, you know, more, you know. And you go, all right, I guess they know what they're looking for. And then you go in, and uh, you go in, they give you the script, you, you learn it. You go in, and then they go, could you wait outside for a second? I go, yeah, sure. And then other people go in, and they go home. And then all of a sudden, you're sitting there by yourself. And you go, this is either really good or really bad. Right. You know, there's no there's no middle ground here. And then when you're the only one left, they came out, and they go, well, move your car on the lot. We're going to start rehearsing. So I had to go. Great. I had to call HBO and say, "Listen, I'm not coming back. I'm going to do Seinfeld." And they said, "God bless." And uh, that's the way it it worked. It, the rest it happened. Is, the within, rest is history. Yeah, it they, it, <laughs> it happened within twenty minutes. Yeah. Was that one of your first big roles? I mean, you're, I, I think that's probably a, yeah, that yeah. Was, that was a pretty big role. Yeah, for you. That, I like mean, you at that time. And they here's another thing. This is this is the heartbreaking part of it. Uh, they had written that character back in for another role uh, for another episode. Uh, I think it was about the Yankees being in the in the World Series at one point, and uh, they called me. Wardrobe called me. We're bringing the umbrella twirler back, and the guy that played my partner, blah blah blah. And they so you you all said for Monday, and I go absolutely, I'll be there. And uh, and then they call Monday and go, you know, the script's running long. We had to cut those two guys out. Oh. You know, so it's it's a, a little bit of a, a ride, and you can't. You can't be disappointed. You go like, okay, thanks for thinking of me. You like know, Angela I, says, it's a numbers so, game. Yeah. Thanks very much, Bob. Appreciate it. Good talking to you, Bob. Thank you. And before we go to Lisa, Angela, what, can you list off some of the movies that you have uh, Oh, God, done? let me we put haven't my really glasses on. So I know I, I, we just did, um, we have two movies that we're hoping goes to the Oscars this year. Really? Which would be Knives Out. Oh, yeah. They shot the whole thing here. And uh, another film called Sound of Metal, which is going to be so huge. Lisa Lobel, my business partner, cast a whole deaf cast. It was unbelievable. The director said, we want all the actors to be deaf. We need them to be actors. I need one girl to be a comedian, a stand-up. It was I, uh, like so. What's what's it, which one is this now? It's called Sound of Metal. Wow! And it's won every award at all the festivals, and there and the the lead Rez Ahmed. Yeah, I think he's a musician too. He was so amazing because you go through this journey of him losing his hearing, and it's so frightful, mm. and it's just the way that they. Did the sound effects? It, you can just you go right. through the journey with him. But oh. so those two films are going to be, I think, in the Oscars. Which is another him. example of don't count yourself out no matter what. As far as signing up, you might say, "I'm deaf. I couldn't do it." Well, you need right. to still do it and put down your deaf. Oh. Also blind, right? Every right. blind people get cast right. and stuff. We, and since we did that movie, now we're the deaf experts, and we've just done two more deaf movies. But um, and we also did Wonderland with Pete Berg and Mark Wahlberg, which is Mark Wahlberg reprising the role of Spencer Fahaya. All right. Oh. 
So I said I that to one that. of I said that to somebody in the office the other day, and yeah. they go, "Who's Spencer?" Uh, and I go, no. "What year were you born?" They said '78. No. They didn't remember Spencer. it. No. And, All right. And then, sorry. Wait, I, there's a list. Okay, go ahead. Okay, sorry. Is it Lisa? You got to wait a minute. Yeah, of course. Um, then we did Free Guy <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds. Shut up. We love Ryan He's Reynolds. Great. He loves Boston. Then we did six months of defending Jacob with Chris Evans. And it's going to be a television series. Now, have you read the book, Defending Jacob? No. Shut up. It's a movie. This is a TV series about Cambridge Courthouse, 40 Thorndike Street in Cambridge. This is, it's not a true story, but it's kind of based on all the characters that are in Cambridge Courthouse. The writer was a DA in the courthouse, and it's one of the best books I've ever written. I mean, I've ever read. (laughs) And I will tell you that Chris Evans is the most handsome man I have ever seen in my whole life. Honest to God. Good looking fellow. And he's Italian. Yes, he is. His family's from yes, here. Yes, yes. His he uncle. He is so handsome. His uncle is Mike Capuano. Imagine that. Who was uh, our state senator. Yep. Nicest guy ever. Yep. And then we and did another movie is... called, oh, his sister. No, M- Mike's sister, Lisa. Oh, right. Chris is, and that's the conquered. Yeah. She does the acting club. Yep. Um, I Care A Lot with Rosamund Pike. We did that. And then we got the society. I know. Am I boring you? No. Bradley. No, I'm just we sitting We got another here. minute. Too. Right. I'm, okay, I'm just so sitting here I'll going, just, I wasn't so, in we, 60 seconds to we jam We have the in. society, which is coming back for season two, which is all young people, Nosferatu, about yeah. the demons, about the vampires. Vampires, yeah. sure. And City on a Hill. Oh, yeah, so we sure. did a lot of great stuff this year. And there's year. a lot of work coming up. You can't talk about right. it all, but just folks, so you know, you might want to get on the website, gear up, because- uh, they might need some fresh faces, right? Might be tired of the same crew. Uh, right. hey, don't Just say kidding. that. <laughs> no, it's true in a way. We do yeah, need to you need, always, yeah, we need update, like yeah. Yeah. Don't people going, oh God, there's 20 feet Because you know what happens? The young people, they don't, they don't like, stay young. Tony? They don't, no. Yeah, we need I, all get new, old. I need a whole new crew of young people. No, uh, when we come back, I'll tell you a story that Angela helped me get a, get a role. For a while, I yeah. thought there was a law passed that yeah. you had to have Tony. Yeah, I think there was. There should be. If there's not, there ought to be. All right, let's. Let's go to Lisa in Boston. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Bradley and Angela and everyone. I was in the uh, an extra in the movie The Blown Away at Fenway Park. Oh, wow! Lloyd Bridges was the cat. Oh, was fat. I just have, I live right around the corner, and I walked by, and he's oh, it was fabulous. <laughs> That's amazing. That's part of yeah. our movie history for us in this city. Yeah, because Jeff Bridges, but he wasn't there. But Lloyd Bridges was down front, and you know he had a pantomime, you know, yeah. pretending the game was going sure. on and everything. Peas and carrots. I'm not in the movie. I'm not in the thing. It was just a blur. But we rehearsed all day, box lunches. It was wonderful. Well, when they what a thrill. The last scene when they blow up the boat. All right. the windows in East Boston. In Boston. I don't mean to. I don't mean to laugh, but no, no, they, they blew out yeah. all the people's windows. I, in East. Imagine being be. home yeah. in East Boston watching your shows and your freaking windows get blown it, out. It was so weird. That's I right. That. And then they made a mistake. It was fifty-four dollars a day, and then they made it fifty-five. They sent me. Oh, they're so you know incredible. Yeah, it's accurate. a lot of fun. Yeah. I happen to so be on the bridge. They're accurate people. They, they write to the penny. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Angela, you don't have to be good looking. A lot of people will probably be saying, you know, 
I'm too ugly to be an extra, but that's not true, right? That's not ugly true. Is, ugly can be a, Listen, a great thing. They some, might even say, yeah. find, find me an ugly person. You know what? They'll say to me, we want is, models, or they'll say, I want character faces. Sometimes they say regular people. They say regular we people. Want, no. I get a lot of regular roles. You know what I get? Yeah. I, and this kills me. We want real people. Real people. And I go, actors are real people. <laughs> and they go, no, they're not. <laughs> no. I say, in Boston we are, because in L.A. and New York... They it, actors yeah. are just actors because they just do it all full time. Right. But in Boston, they're plumbers, they're lawyers, they're yeah. electricians, they're teachers, they're waitresses. Yeah. So in Boston, the actors are real people. Is there a box on the application that says "ugly" that you check if you're ugly? No. <laughs> I actually you this, put that under special skills. <laughs> some, I can scare a I, child I, I away from house. There's some. How many international? <laughs> To, uh, casting agency that text emails me, you probably know of them, and they say, looking for really handsome people. Really? Yes, it's weird. You gotta be careful, there's a lot of scams, lot of scams. out there, because they the actors are a little bit vulnerable yeah. because everybody wants to be in the oh. business, and they'll ask yeah. you for money, and that's a, that's a no. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. All right, no. Kaden Waltham. Hi, Kate. Hi. My question is about like being an extra more, I guess, than an actor per se. But what if you're kind of unusual looking, like I'm really tall for a woman, or if you're like a really short guy? That's um, great. Sometimes we need stand-ins, and they have to be very specific heights. I mean, if you're really short, that's good, because sometimes we need um, stand-ins for kids, because uh-huh. kids can't work 12 oh, hours. Yeah, that so we'll, we'll actually look for adults that are like 4 foot 11. Like when I find an adult that's 4 foot 9, I kind of jump for joy. I go, honey, <laughs> you're going to work all um, the time. Because she'll be what? a stand-in <laughs> for us for, for kids. You know, I, I don't think people realize, too, you know, what everybody thinks about acting. and everybody, Nobody wants to be an actor. Everybody wants right. to be a star. But right. if you want to work, you can, you can work in the business. You know, you know what I mean? You can, uh, there's extra work, there's stand-in work, there's, you know, mm-hmm. s- second team work. There's all kinds of things you can do, and and it pays. You, you just got to be available get and dependable is right. really all. Yeah. You just got to get listed. And if you're really tall on our database, it says your height. And yeah. sometimes we have to search for people that are really tall. But I think it wouldn't matter if you were really tall. You would just be an extra. In a yeah. movie, you know, they do a scene sitting on the bus and Showing whatever. Right. Make out a, go uh, for uh, it. you know, go to the bustoncasting.com and make go, out the thing. Get go for up. it. And, you know, so do you play basketball? How tall she's are gone. you? Sorry. Oh, she's yeah. gone. Well, uh, and yeah. tell people not to be discouraged by by no. It's a numbers game. You just got to put in the, put in your, your attempts. Keep trying, keep trying. Right. Uh, and don't. Take it personally. Well, this is what happens. People say, oh, I came there. I went to Boston Casting once, and I did not get picked. <laughs> and I was like, I'm really sorry. But you know what? The, the way it it works, the numbers work, they say that you have to go on at least 20 auditions before you book oh, a Oh, easily. Easily. At least easily. That's, right. I mean, that's... that's so going to auditions and failing is part of the job. Yeah. Well, People take it, ser- they, they take it personally. Here's one thing that I... I um, tell my people, auditioning is your job. Getting the job is a perk. Ah, so if you yeah. keep that perspective, yeah, yeah, then good. it then it it isn't so um, you know. And I I've, I've known Angela forever, and and 
she's great to audition with because if you're not doing the work she thinks you can be doing, she'll throw you out and tell you to come back. Yeah. She'll work with you. You know, she won't, she won't put you on tape or show you to somebody if she doesn't think you're ready or you, you didn't do the work. Yes, the ego yes. that we all have in everyday life, yeah, you have I, to get rid of it. I was reading with Angela, and uh, it was for a specific, uh, uh, for CODA, uh, and I ended up getting a day's work on that. But mm-hmm. I was re- reading for another part, and I came in in some out, you know, sleeveless outfit, and she goes, you got your old man wobbly arms <laughs> hanging out. Come back tomorrow with a shirt and hide that and look fatter. <laughs> and I go, it, okay. I, it was really hard because yeah. I was like, am I going to insult him? And I was like, I don't care. I have to get him this job. So who cares? Yeah, right. And, I, and so that she she throw, she threw me out of that audition. Mm-hmm. I came back the next day, dressed differently, prepared, and did it and ended up getting, a, getting, a, the, a, job. getting the job. Another advantage of thinking of it as my job is auditions, not getting the job, right. not getting the gig, is you won't be as nervous. Because you're just doing, you're putting in the time. You're showing up, you're doing it, you're going home. That's all you think about. Maybe someday they'll call you back. Hey. But, it, it, you know, don't judge yourself by the success or failure of each audition. Mm-hmm. We have Eddie in Boston for the last quick call. Eddie? Eddie? Yeah, hey, how are you? Good. Good. Um, what's, up, I, uh, what's up, Eddie? I was living in East Boston on Condor Street. Yep. When they did the Mystic River movie explosion, what happened? No, no, no. Mystic no, no. River. Was oh, Mystic River. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes, we have a little bit of time. Yeah, I remember Mystic River. Kevin Bacon. Good movie. Yeah, yeah. All- we are. We ran out of time. Uh, yeah. I want sad. to. I want to um, ask you quickly about comedy. Yep. And eighties. Was huge for comedy. Yep. Why? Yeah. Because it didn't exist here before. Yeah. You know, before the eighties, you if you wanted to go to a live comedy club, you, you would have to go to New York or, or Los Angeles, and there were only a few clubs there. And anything that happened around here were at like a place called Blinstrom's or Lenny's on the Pike or, or you know these uh, the Chateau de Ville, and there'd be opening acts. So there were no clubs per se. And then once the f- the first live comedy club uh, opened here in Boston, it opened which, the floodgates, which, which was, was the Comedy Connection. It was. Yeah, about the Ding Ho and the Comedy Connection opened almost simultaneously, but the Comedy Connection when it was on Warrington Street was was the first club, uh, and that had a, I'm go, I'm putting that at like seventy nine, and then when people started getting used to going to stand up uh, comedy clubs. It just exploded. I only have 60 seconds. I got to get the Barry Crimmins movie in. Because that really is a great movie to watch to learn about the, the early comedy oh, yeah. scene. Barry Crimmins yeah, yeah. was There's was two was movies I'll tell you about. The, yeah. the one you're talking about, which is Call Me Lucky, about Barry Crimmins, yeah. uh, who, who was one of the founding members and forefathers of Boston comedy. Uh, his life story is fascinating, yeah. and the other one I would tell you to, to look uh, to look at is a thing called When Stand Up Stood Out which was uh, done by my friend uh, Fran Salamita, and it chronicles the Deng Ho from 83 to 86. Oh, okay. wow. Excellent. We only have 15 seconds, and I've got to use that to say thank you so much to Angela and Tony V and John Graham for coming in. Excellent. And, folks, the podcast. If you didn't hear this whole thing, get the podcast about 5 o'clock in the morning. 
and share it with your friends. If you like helping the show, share, share, share. It's WBZ. Again, thank you, all three of you. Thank you very much. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.